Do you remember when you were talking about how your husband would ask you, like, what do you want for dinner tonight? And like, you like snap. Yeah. Do you think that's because you already have too many decisions to make throughout the day and you just don't want to make that decision? All the time. All the time. Like, he'll ask me a question. I'm like, you figure it out. Are you ready to get unapologetically loud about your brand? Are you ready to stop playing small and grow your business to be everything that you've ever desired? Then you're in the right place. My name is Stephanie Rollins, and I'm a digital marketing strategist and marketing coach who's ready to help you implement easy, proven marketing strategies to grow your business. We'll dive into strategies for email marketing, lead generation, social media, productivity, and we'll even have candid conversations about the craziness behind being a business owner. Welcome to the Simple Sexy Marketing Podcast. Hey, hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Simple Sexy Marketing Podcast. Um, Again, I'm your host, Stephanie Rollins, and today we have a guest who I feel like a lot of the listeners will be able to resonate with. Um, I'm going to be talking with somebody who I consider like the ultimate powerhouse because she is here. She's there. She's everywhere. She's doing all the things. She's a busy mom, but still has a super successful business. And so I wanted to bring her on so that we can kind of chat about some of her strategies as far as managing her business and managing her life. Um, So she's going to dive into some details there. But today I have Rita Pardo, and she is the beautiful mastermind behind Pardo Naturals. She's a wife, a mother of three, a caregiver, and a business owner who's trying to navigate this entrepreneurial lifestyle and not lose her mind, similar to some of the rest of us. She was born and raised in Op, Alabama, and resides in Georgia. She loves singing, baking, cooking, dancing, movies, music, and her favorite color is purple. Welcome, Rita. Thanks for joining us. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, girl, take it back to that part where you said beautiful. God, let me hear that one more time because we don't get that enough. Play it for me one more time, girl, so I can hallelujah right quick. You are the beautiful mastermind behind part hallelujah. of that. Hallelujah. <laughs> Somebody let them know. Yes, ma'am. How y'all doing? How you doing, Stephanie? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I can't complain. I'm so excited to chat with you today. Thank you. Same here. I'm excited too, girl. Excited yeah. too. And did I say your your um that city correctly? Is it op? You did. You did it. I was okay. I was surprised, child. It's a small <laughs> city, like 70 miles south of Montgomery. Ain't nothing else since I left, honey, because, you know, I was the main topic. Oh, you were the main thing. <laughs> no, nah, I'm just playing, girl. I'm just playing. Yeah, my, my sister still lives there, and um, mm-hmm. my brother, he's close by. But, yeah, really small town. Small town. Okay. Well, I used to live in Anniston, Alabama. We were stationed there oh. for the military. Anniston? I think... I know where that is. Yeah. I think that was a small town too. Yeah. Yes, it was. So, all right. Awesome. Awesome. So Rita, I'm super excited to kind of dive in with you today, just about everything that your life entails, because, you know, we've been friends for a while now, for a few years now. And Uh because we're also friends on Facebook, I get to see multiple aspects of your life as far as you singing and you cooking okay. and doing things with your family and yeah. just sharing details about your family. So, you know, mm-hmm. in addition to all that, like you said, you are a business owner and you have a successful business. And I think a lot of people, when they're entering business, they know that they want to have a successful business, but they can't really see themselves having a successful business 
without having to not say no to some of those other things, right? The, the mm-hmm. things that are mandatory right. in our lives. So really excited to kind of chat with you um, about that today. Okay. But first, I have decided to start asking all of my guests like a random question before oh, we get started. <laughs> it's nothing crazy. It's nothing crazy at all. But my question for you today is going to be, if you were to choose any marine animal to be, which animal would you be? A beluga whale. Why a beluga whale? Well, I'm already big, for one oh, thing. you know what? Okay. <laughs> I not and, <laughs> and they like skin. You know, I'm, I'm fair. I'm fair. So I kind of resemble one, you know? <laughs> I you're going to say like a starfish or something. No, no, no. You know, beluga whales are... are are smart and they have the echolocation. And sometimes as a mom, I feel like I need that with my children. I need some echo. Okay. Now that I can agree with. That you I can what agree I'm saying? with. Yes. And they sing. You know, they sing. And I love to sing. So it would have to be a marine animal that can hold a note and that okay. can read people's minds. So, it, I mean, beluga whale, what else could it be? Beluga whale, baby. Okay. <laughs> Say yes, it with me. Baby, beluga. <laughs> Baby Beluga. You remember that song? I don't. I feel like the tune oh. is is familiar. Okay. What year did it come out? What year did that song come out? Oh, don't give me that. Uh-uh. I'll lie to you if I tell you that because I don't know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for participating. I appreciate that. Love your answer. Um, okay, uh, yeah. so let's let's go ahead and get into it. Um, go ahead and give us some background on just who you are. I gave a little bit earlier, but just share with us who you are, um, what your business does, and just tell us about the type of people that you serve and where we can find you on the internet and all that. You know, it's funny that um, I would have never thought when I was in high school that I would have a business that catered to, to natural products for your body, your hair, your home, all of that. Because I mm-hmm. actually, after high school, I went to barbering school. So I know how to cut hair, color hair, I know how to do perms and relaxers. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, after I finished with barbering, I went over to cosmetology. So I started learning how to do the pedicures and the manicures, but then I had to drop out because I needed to come to Atlanta and help my, help my sister. So I was in Alabama this time. And little did I know that that background of me knowing the break, the breakdown of how hair works, it would really be beneficial to my business today. Mm. So here I am in Atlanta um, 2000, kind of forward the story a little bit, 2014, my daughter, who was a special needs child, mm-hmm. she could not, could no longer go to school. So mm-hmm. they had this program called home-based instruction or hospital homebound. So basically she had to stay home because her body doesn't make antibody to battle diseases. So she could get sick easily. And she was mm-hmm. always sick, losing a lot of uh, school instruction. So she was kind of behind. So, um, made the decision to retire. I was a school bus driver, had been one for 10 years for Gwinnett County. And I had to, you know, retire from my job. Mm-hmm. It was scary. It was fearful because I was the one that was carrying the medical insurance for the family. So when you all of a sudden have to make a, a split second decision, then sometimes it's, it's not even, it's based on what you need to do and not emotions or not facts or any support is just based on what you have to do for your family. Yeah. So at that time I find myself unemployed. I also made cakes on the side. So that was bringing in a little money. 
also did extreme couponing. I could go to the store and the store would have to pay me back money. That's how good I was at couponing. I had mm. a stockpile out of this world. No longer a stockpile anymore, but I had a massive stockpile where on the weekends I would do yard sales and make the money to pay the mortgage because mm. I had so much I had so much stuff. But you know, you do what you gotta do to make it. So that's what I was doing. And I said, you know what? I'm gonna find something now to help my daughter's eczema since I kind of had time to dedicate it to it. And I also felt bad that I wasn't working, been working since I was 16. Yeah. I said, okay, let, let me put some shea butter together with some coconut oil. And that's what I did. I looked on YouTube about how to mix the shea butter and the coconut oil. And a friend of mine, her name is Latidra, she started in um, aesthetic school. And she said, you need to look into some essential oils to help your daughter's skin. So I looked up essential oils, started buying them, and started mixing the essential oils with this little jar of body butter. Now, the name of the body butter was called Show Enough Good Stuff. And I look back now and I said, I should have kept that name. Yeah. Show Enough Good Stuff. At the, time, at the time, you start in the business, you're like, oh, I got to be professional. That sounds ghetto. I'm not going right. to name it that. But I should have kept it because I look at so many names now. People got stuff, all kinds of names, and they are they clicking. Now, would you not remember showing up good stuff? You would yeah. remember that, wouldn't you? Absolutely. Really catch your tune. Really catch your tune. So, to uh, to fast forward a little bit, uh, friends and family started requesting the body butter. I started sending it out. Didn't even think about uh, me putting it in a little tube with with a little plastic lid on it, it would melt all over the place. But they were all nice about it. It was the most atrocious thing I was doing. But I was doing it, though. I was scared. I was sending that body butter out, come back looking like liquid butter. And they was like, uh, well, it melted. I said, did it? I was like, okay, well, let me look up some stuff. I'll tell you how to fix it. So from 2014 on to now, not only do we have some of the best body butter you'll ever stick your finger in, baby, we have hair products. We have cleaning products, which is actually my number one seller. My cleaning products outsell anything on my website. Wow. Um, we have candles. We have stuff for pets. Just anything, everything for your family. I guarantee you, Pardo Naturals got you on that. So it's kind of how it started. Wow. And, you know, um, we had another guest on um, on episode three, I believe it is, um, Electra. Harris of Mystique Naturals, you guys yes. kind of have like a similar story. She was talking about how she created something like for herself and mm -hmm. it kind of turned into something that she could sell. Yes. Right? So I think those types of businesses are always like the most interesting and you find like the most passionate people behind those because mm -hmm. they truly believe in their product. We live in this like just crazy air of like capitalism and everybody's just trying to make money and it, mm -hmm. it's not I don't really feel like it's the people who are on the bottom I more so feel like it's the people on the top who are just trying to cut corners and do what they can to make yes. as much profits as they can and because yes. they do that we're now trying to make as much money as we can because we're you know it's just a vicious cycle that maybe I'll save my rant for another day but I love <laughs> those types of businesses because like I said you guys just have the most like fire in your bellies so and I see that in your social media like in everything mm -hmm. that you do, I see that you're not one of those types of business owners where you're here. And then you, the next week you're focusing on something else. And the next week you're right. focusing on something else. Like you have your mission, you have your mm -hmm. products, you have your passion, and that's what you're going with. And I love that. So thank you for sharing that with us. Well, thank now, you. You shared, I actually forgot that you had um, a daughter with special needs. So I know that comes with its own 
set of, you know, you having to pay attention to certain things, let us know like what a typical day looks like for you in your business and in your family. Like, how are you juggling everything? It fluctuates actually. Um, not only do I have one, my oldest daughter with special needs, but my youngest daughter um, also has special needs. She mm -hmm. has um, autism, um, ODD, um, ADHD, and just some, some other things that are undiagnosed at the moment because I just haven't had time to get her to the specialist because doctor's appointments are so backed up. Yes. Um, one thing I do keep constant is when I get up, I have to have my me time. My time of getting up ranges anywhere from 4.30 in the morning mm -hmm. till 6 in the morning. Mm -hmm. um, if I feel like my body just isn't ready to get up at 4.30, then I don't get up. Because if I overwork myself, which I have this week, and I know it, my body has suffered for it, but I'll back down a little bit. If I'm not the best that I could be for that day, then I'm not going to be good at anything that I do. Something's going to suffer, whether it be how I talk to my children, how I treat my children, how I respond to a simple question my husband may ask. Instead of me being snarly, you know, if I'm tired, I'm going to be snarly because I'm already snarly anyway because I'm, I'm tired. I got right. a lot going on. So I have to put, peel back and say, okay, all he asked me was, what, what do you want me to cook for dinner? And I said, I don't know. You, you know, stuff, stuff. Like, so I have to, I have to check myself. I yeah. have to check myself. And when I feel that like I'm way over the top, I say, you know what, y'all, I need a break. I, I'll be back with y'all in about 15 minutes. Give me a little time so I can go in there and talk to myself. So I have to get that time in the morning where it's quiet because it's not quiet any other time of the day. Only reason it's quiet right now because I threatened them and told them they better be quiet. They won't, they won't get no money. <laughs> not threatening. reason. But yeah, I had to threaten them. Say, threat, you just threaten them with food. My children love to eat, honey, because we're all big around here. So I said, look, you won't get, you won't get no vittles if you being here with all this loud noise because my friend Stephanie said I need to be in a quiet place. Now I need y'all to be quiet for at least four to five minutes to an hour. Can you do that? So that's why you ain't heard nothing, child. That's the only reason. So so yeah, so 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 with that 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 time, that quiet time is when I pray. Sometimes I journal. I I'm a diabetic, so I have to check my my glucose in the morning. Um and just kind of map out what has to be done that day because so many things to me seems important everything seems important when really is not so just yesterday i had a terrible mental breakdown just crying and everything and i was talking to my friend she said rita you need to pick out the the three important things that have to be done that day those other things have to wait she said because you're just one person and you're doing it all so I'm, I keep in mind that, okay, yeah, just the first three things, whatever that is, is and that's what I do. And and, and as I'm figuring those things out, because um, I'm a woman who believes in a higher power, I pray I pray through it. Mm -hmm. I pray through it. Lord, give me the strength, Job, give me the strength just to get through just the first part of the day. I don't even ask for the whole day. Because I sometimes I don't even know what the whole day is going to look like. Right. Just the first part of the day. Get me through lunch and then we'll deal with, with the rest of the evening when we get there. But right now, can you just help me get out of this bed because my back hurt? Can you right. can you can you help me do that? So then after that's done, and I check my emails, um, I go into what orders need to be shipped out that day. I already know what I'm gonna have for breakfast, which is normally the same thing every morning, eggs, oatmeal, and toast, and um, an energizing tea and some water. It's mainly what I have. 
Um, from then, then the kids, I'm trying to, they get up between, I don't even know, child. I, when I be looking at the clock sometimes, I be like, they still in the bed? But it's so quiet, I don't want to be bothered with them sometimes. I love them, but, I understand you know, sometimes, that. <laughs> because, because they just love to fight and go back and forth, and I get irritated. So when they get up, they go in there and fix their food, and I go ahead and clean the kitchen up. Don't let me come in there, and I see eggshells on the floor. I'm going to get mad because I'm cleaning up already. Get that, get that mess up. <laughs> After after that, uh, by the time I'm looking up, it's like 11 or 12 o'clock already. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, Joe, thank you for answering that prayer to get me through the first part of the day. Now, that's when I'm home. A lot of times I'm out with doctor's appointments, Stephanie, because yeah. my children have so many appointments. Uh, I have a few appointments. And when you're a mother with three kids, it, there's always, always an appointment somewhere. My son has braces. He goes to the dentist once or twice a month easily he also has pre-diabetes so we're trying to prevent that he has endocrinologists heart doctors and um he goes to it's called a strong for life clinic he goes there so they can check his weight make sure he's healthy he has a mental therapist so he can learn how to eat healthy it's it's so much connected to it so my, my day is never the same Every day is different, but there's some things I try to keep intentional, which is taking care of myself because I'm the only one who can control how my health is. I'm the only one who can do that. So that is my first intention in the morning is me. Wow. So, okay, you said a lot of things that really resonated with me, and I know that a lot of people listening can resonate with. So the first thing I want to point out is you mentioned that you have to have your me time in the morning. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. I am bad at having me time in the morning. I'm the mom who wakes up like 10 minutes before my kid gets up Okay, and then I'm getting my kid ready. And then my schedule's a little different. So like, it's basically like wake up, kid, break, kid, and then day. Right. Okay. And in between that break, after I get the first child ready for school, before I have to get the second one ready, I have that break. And that's okay. when I'll have like my me time, like planning out my day. Um, having my morning coffee, which I've actually grown to like love having like a morning coffee. I used mm-hmm. to be that type of person like coffee, ill, no, like I don't want that. But now right. like it's like my little treat in the morning, right? It's yes. my morning. Yes. Um but having like a standard time or a standard routine so you can at least do something for yourself before you start mm-hmm. doing stuff for everybody else. Cause that's literally what what you're doing as a mom, as a wife, as a business owner. Everything mm-hmm. that you're doing is not for you. It, it is in an indirect way, but it's not really yeah. directly for you. You know what I mean? Yeah. So uh-huh. getting that time in is definitely important. Looking at your list and seeing what really is important is key as well. Yes. I am yeah. like so good for making a list of like 30 things to do, mm-hmm. but only like five of them are really need to be done for the day. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like uh-huh. and everything does feel important because you want it to get done. You need it to get done. But does it have to be done by you or does it even really need to be done today? Like if it doesn't, it's okay. Nobody will die. If it, if it doesn't get done, you know, just recognizing that and saying, okay, this really doesn't need to get done for the day. And I was talking with, again, I just want to shout out another episode in episode one with Aliyah Kamala. We talked about how you don't feel accomplished at the end of the day. If you still have, you know, 20 things on your list to do. But you do Ooh, feel accomplished yeah. if you have five things on your list and you can get all five of those done. Just there break it up. Like, it's okay. Nope. Nothing's nothing's going to break if you don't get something done. I Amen. Guarantee. I love that. Yeah. And 
Wow. It, it, you've got a lot going on for sure. I know that other moms and wives are going to be able to identify that. The last thing I wanted to point out was um, you mentioned listening to your body. So yes. for my ladies out there or my fellas out there who are listening and you're somebody, if you know that before, you know, when you start getting really hungry, you start snapping on folks, listen mm-hmm. to your body. I'm that type of person. Like if I'm hungry or if I'm sleepy, Yes. I really try to stay out of everybody's way because I'm like, I'm, I'm not, it's not me. I promise you it's not me. I just need something to eat or I need to rest. I promise you this yes. is not how I am. But mm-hmm. that kind of stuff will affect you and you have to listen to your body. You know, if your body's telling you to sit down, do it. Take a mm-hmm. break. It is okay. Mm-hmm. Nothing's going right. to break if you don't get it done. It's okay. Yes. So thanks for sharing all of that with us. Um, oh, of course. Let's talk a little bit about like how you manage all of that and you still get your sales. You get tons of press. Um, I've seen you in BuzzFeed before, like in all sorts of other crazy places. Like how do you manage all of those things that you have to get done as well as still making sure that the sales are coming in? And and you mentioned in a side conversation that we had that, you know, and I'll let you elaborate on this, that you're not. If I understand correctly, you're not like actively looking for press, but you happen to capture people's attention. So I'd love to know a little bit more about that. Okay. I I, I honestly don't know how I keep getting the press from different places like BuzzFeed, um, Helping, Huffington Post, mm-hmm. Reader's Digest, this other place called The Spruce. All of a sudden, I just see an increase in orders mm-hmm. and with my website, I can see where these orders are coming from. Right. It'll say that this person first saw you on BuzzFeed. And so then I will Google myself from BuzzFeed and see where the article ran from. Oh, wow. What I do know about BuzzFeed and some of these other companies, they don't ever reach out to you and say, look, we're going to do an article. What they do is they will buy from you anonymously and try out your product. Mm-hmm. So for one thing, you have to be ready. Be ready. You also have to make sure that your photos on your website look presentable because these photos are going into magazines. I can't tell you how many times I looked at a photo. I'm like, okay, that is the worst photo ever. I'm standing beside some um, really big companies like Tide and their photos are off the chain. You know, it's a multi-million dollar company. I'm like, hold on, wait a minute. You got to get these photos better. So I focus on cleaning up my website so that when these articles do run, I can look as professional as I can. Um, I didn't want to look like I'm just throwing stuff together in my kitchen. I I didn't want to look like that. There's nothing wrong with that. But because my business is growing and I'm getting more press, first impressions are everything to people. Mm -hmm. I get orders from all over the United States that just come, that come in back to back to back when these articles run. So if you don't have the, product and the ingredients that you have, then, you know, orders and stuff get delayed. So I'm always stay ready with, I know with with the products that have gone viral, Mm -hmm. I stay ready with those things. So the customer doesn't have to wait because it's not the customer's fault that I'm understaffed. It's not not their, it's not their fault. They still want their stuff. Mm -hmm. Okay. They're very understanding. If I see it's going to take me longer than what my website says, I, I shoot them over email and say, look, because of this, this happened. I'm not able to fulfill your order as quick. 
but here's a discount code for, you know, I compensate them because everybody wants to be compensated. They want to be heard. You don't want to order something from a company and two weeks later you ain't heard from them. You ain't got your yeah. stuff. You don't want to do that because money hard to come by. Your gas is four, five dollars a gallon these days. Exactly. Ain't nobody trying to be sitting around holding folks money. So you, you got to be able to communicate. Yes. I also have a, a, an employee that comes once or twice a week, which is great. Now, when I first hired her, I did not know how to delegate. So I was doing little things that she could do. Yeah. So I'm like, wait a minute. No, she can put the labels on because it's that's an easy task. No, she can measure out the ingredients because she don't know how to make the soap yet. She can still measure out the ingredients. Exactly. So I had to learn how to delegate things that I normally was doing all of it to my employees. Always delegate y'all and always have a little faith in yourself to know that you are doing a good job training your employees because I'm not a hoverer. If they make a mistake, figure it out. Right. Don't come and ask me, figure it out. Cause if I wasn't here, if I wasn't here, what would you do? Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be upset with you. If you make the wrong decision, you made a decision that you knew how to make at that time. So yeah. when you make that decision, if it's the wrong decision, you won't make it again because you're going to learn from it. Right. So yeah, so I, well, we, I've honey, it's been stuff messed up labels and everything, but I'm not that type of, boss to say okay why you mess it up i'm the type of boss that's training we in this together honey i need your help as much as you need my help so that's very important you got to be a good boss you got to be understanding be the kind of boss you want a boss to be to you you know what i'm saying be that kind of boss exactly and at the end of the day we're all humans we all make mistakes like again nobody's gonna die if this is done wrong unless Mm -hmm. I mean, in your case, you mix the wrong ingredients and <laughs> something crazy. It could, crazy it could like be that. a <laughs> It could be a fail. And, and, and that has that has definitely happened. It's, it's, it's a fail, but it's, it's just how you look. It's just how you look at it. It's just, yeah. you're learning. You're learning. But I don't have it all together. Um, some days I'm all over the place, Stephanie. Yeah. And on those days is when I give myself grace because I'm absolutely pulling out all that I can give. Yeah. And I'm doing the best I can. So yeah. don't beat yourself up if you if you didn't do the best you thought you could have done today. You did the best you did today because that's all you had. Exactly. That's all you have. So pat your back on that. If getting out of bed was all you could do that day, okay, and answer one email, pat yourself on the back and lay back down, you know? Can I tell you something? I am like, I'm a big proponent of taking a break. If I'm getting frustrated, because if I'm frustrated or if I'm not mm-hmm. feeling well, I can't put out my best work and exactly. I, I just can't give the job my all, whatever it is. Like I'm big for like putting my phone on do not disturb and just like disappearing for the day. Cause if, mm-hmm. I, if that's what I need to get back on track, that's what I need to get back on track. And I just cannot answer you today. And if it's something urgent, mm, it probably isn't really that urgent. So, right. you know. I love, I love that you have that outlook because I feel like we, and I'm, I'm just going to be honest. I feel like anybody who's ever been an employee before feels that way because Mm -hmm. your boss always approaches you with things that are urgent. And I'm using air quotes that aren't really urgent. And it's Mm -hmm. like your worth is dependent on your output. You know, like Stephanie only did one task today. Mm, I don't know if she really that big of an asset to the team. No, I am an asset to the team, but that's all I could get done for today. Mm -hmm. You know, like even if I had like X amount of things on my list, if that was the only thing I could get done, like that's, that's all I could get done. You know, and I feel like our society has tried to make us feel bad for that, but 
and, and you see that with the rise of like these like productivity talks and productivity apps and mm-hmm. you know and it's like you can be productive and still get one big thing done for the for the whole day you know what True. i mean i try to base things on like how am i feeling mentally how do i feel when i'm doing this work and because i'm an entrepreneur if there's a certain work that i don't like doing how can i one delegate it or two do i need to be doing this at all can i get rid of it because delegate, if it's serving yes. me as well i can't do it like i i refuse to be drained mm-hmm. i refuse to be mm-hmm. drained and doing things that i just don't love to do so yeah. i mean that's that's a big um a big part of being an entrepreneur is like just kind of taking taking an audit of what you're doing throughout the day and how you're feeling throughout the day. There are some oh, yeah. people out there that will tell you, you know, um, don't get in your feelings about it. Or, you know, they say all these other phrases and I feel like they try to make you feel bad about yourself. But I mean, if you feel a, a certain type of way, you should be able to feel a certain type of way and maybe nix that from your routine or replace mm-hmm. that with something else. So mm-hmm. I think that's a good point. I think that's a good point. Yes. Yes, so, yes. Emotions are real. Feel your emotions. Yeah. Emotions are real. Absolutely. And they're there to tell you something like you're not, you're not tripping. You're not freaking out. My mom loves to tell me that. Like if I tell her something, she's like, girl, stop tripping. She says it to me all the time. Stop tripping. And I'm like, mom, I'm not tripping. She's going to hear this too. She's going to, cause she already uh, wrote, texted me about something I said in another episode, but that's, that's her big phrase. Stop tripping, stop tripping. And nope, I'm not tripping. These are my emotions. This is how I feel. And this is what it is. And that's what we're right. going off of. <laughs> right. Love you, mom. We still love you, mom. Yeah, we still love you. We still love you. <laughs> Look, you're going to be her new favorite now that you put that out there. Yes. Love you, mom. Love yeah. you. Okay. So we talked a, a lot about like the tasks that you're doing throughout the day, mm-hmm. your mental capacity throughout the day. How are you managing your energy throughout the day? You're taking your breaks. You Are there any like favorite activities that you have? I know sometimes like when I need a break, my favorite thing to do is to get in my pajamas, get in my bed and watch Netflix for a couple of hours. And then maybe I'll start working again. But like, do you have any favorite things that you like to do? I love lemon pepper wings. Mm, me too. Okay. Love lemon pepper wings, honey. I know that really ain't a favorite activity, but when I think about it, it made me feel good. So if yeah. anybody wanna send anybody wanna send me a gift, you can Uber Uber me some, <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. Stephanie, you'll let, let them know what my cash app is at the end. But no, but really, you know what I like to it's so funny. I I love music. I love music. Mm-hmm. So I'll turn on my Spotify or my Pandora. Or sometimes I'll just go on YouTube and watch the little tiny desk thing. Yeah. Or I'll watch um, Unsung. I love watching Unsung. Yeah. So I'm sitting at my sitting at my desk and I'm just watching TV, YouTube. Sometimes I'll go lay down in my bed and light a candle or say, and I'll tell my Alexa, you know, play um, Lo-Fi. I think it's called Lo-Fi or something like that. I love Lo-Fi. Yes. Hey, Lo-Fi. Isn't it sexy, girl? Lo-Fi. Oh, I just- love it. I shoot in a, in, a, in a mood. And yeah. so, sometimes I do that. And when I do that, I make sure I close my door. When yeah. my door is closed, even my husband know not to knock on it. Don't come on, don't come through this door, man. If the door is closed, <laughs> I need some time. I need and I need some time from everybody. Right. So they already know. Don't knock on this door unless it's an emergency. Mm-hmm. And if I don't answer, I'm good. Sometimes they'll send me a text message. I'm like, I'm not going to answer the text message. This is my time to decompress. Right. 
I'm going to take all of my time to decompress and I'll deal with you in a minute about what about is no chicken fingers in the in the freezer. Before, <laughs> you get on somewhere eat a sandwich. <laughs> well, at least your kids listen to you. When my kids see the do not disturb sign, my youngest, he it's like he it's like it's written in another language or something. He disturbs me left and right. And I'm trying to teach him about boundaries, yes. following directions, and also consent. Okay. This is a no disturb sign. Please do not disturb me. And you're still disturbing me. Like I am telling you no right now. And you need to respect that. So at least your right. kids listen to, listen to you. They don't listen all the time. Don't get it. Not, not, seven, <laughs> we, we, not all the time. Some days they forget. They knocking on the door. I'm like, um, no, right. I just have to remind them, you know, stern. No, I'll be firm, fair, and consistent. Yeah. But no, the, we, we, we ain't got it all together over here, girl. We struggle. <laughs> Well, we're trying. We're all trying over here. There you go. Just keep trying. That's all you gotta do is keep trying. Exactly. As a busy entrepreneur, simplifying any process that I'm involved in is a huge priority. That's why I'm absolutely in love with Kartra. It's an all-in-one marketing suite that serves as my email service provider, my CRM, landing page builder, membership host, and more. Before Kartra, I was using ClickFunnels and MailChimp and a host of other softwares. And honestly, it was so frustrating paying a monthly fee for something that doesn't even have the top tier plan with all the bells and whistles. Kartra replaced all of those softwares and it's cheaper than all of them combined. Do yourself a favor and get a free 14 day trial of Kartra by going to the link in my show notes. Do you meditate at all? I'm curious. And when I say meditate, like, I think there's different, I'm not, I've never meditated because I thought that your, your thoughts had to be completely cleared when you meditate. And for me, that's like, I think for most people, that's like impossible. So I'm exploring it, but I'm curious to know if you do it at all. I do it, but not in a formal sense to where I'm sitting with my legs crossed and my fingers are up. You know how the yoga people do it? Right. Not in that sense. Yeah. I meditate when I get up in the morning. Mm. And I read a scripture and I sit there and I think about what that's how I can apply that scripture today, even if it may deal with something that I'm not dealing with. I still think about how can I apply that scripture? That scripture could mean call a friend or drink more water, do something nice for your body. You know, those types of things. I have to meditate like, okay, why? Why am I reading this scripture? What does this scripture mean to me? How can it make me a better person? That's when my meditation comes in in the morning. I'm real. I, I have that's intentional. Sometimes I even have it written down in my bathroom on the mirror because if I get up and don't meditate, there's that reminder. Uh, did you med- did you read your scripture? Did you pray? Did you do what you were supposed to do to get your day started off on a foundation? Because every good thing begins on a foundation. If you don't have that foundation, it's yeah. going to fall. It may not fall today. It may not fall tomorrow. It could be years from now. Mm -hmm. I'll give you an example. A lot of children experience trauma, like my age. We didn't know it was trauma. We were just being raised. Parents were doing the best we could do. So now we're all confused uh, going through depression, but we can't show it because you're not supposed to be depressed. So we don't know how to let that trauma out. A lot of times this trauma come out in different addictions. It come out in beating our children and just being nasty people because we're so angry on the inside because we never got healed from that trauma. 
Okay, so the foundation that we had wasn't a stable foundation, but we don't know that. So now we're falling, we're crumbling, but we're afraid to say something because we don't want anybody to say, well, how is she, how is she in a mental hospital? Why is she going to see a mental health person? Because my brain hurt. That's That's why I need help. Exactly. If my heart is hurting, I'll go see a cardiologist. If I got a cold, I go see my doctor. Okay? So yeah. my brain is also an organ just as important as my heart. My brain ain't working. Do you know how it's going to affect all my other organs? I'm going to be a straight, complete mess. Exactly. So yeah, let's, norm- let's normalize having a foundation to build on. Because with that foundation, you're, just not, you're not going to be stable. I love that. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, The foundation is not even just for the day, like you said, it's for your long term benefit. Yeah. And everybody else is around you. You can't be a pleasant person and, you know, have this pleasant life if you are hurting and you've got so much on your mind and Mm -hmm. so much bottled up. So definitely agree if you're not in therapy let's go ahead and get in therapy y'all because we do not want to be working on this trauma from year to year so right. i totally get it you just i need to take like a little side note really quick because you just reminded me of something i forgot to say earlier do you remember when you were talking about how um your husband would ask you like you uh like what do you, what do you want for dinner tonight and like mm-hmm. you kind of, like snap i do you yeah. think that's because you already have too many decisions to make throughout the day and you just don't want to make that decision all the time all yeah. the time. And I even tell him, um, like, he'll ask me a question. I'm like, you figured out. I'm like, I'm already taking care of these three kids. You know, my husband, he um, lost his leg in 2017. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of things that he can't do. Yeah. And he's also losing his eyesight. So mm-hmm. not only am I caring for my three children, two of whom are special needs, but I'm also caring for him, too. Because right. he's in a wheelchair a lot of the times. Right. So, I mean, I mean, if it's something that you can make a decision without me, I trust you to make that decision. I don't care what's for dinner as long yeah. as it's a meat, a starch, and a vegetable. Mm-hmm. That's it. Because do you know how many people are not eating dinner? I don't care what it is. Even if I don't like it, I'm going to eat it because I appreciate your effort of making a dinner because yeah. I'm tired. I don't feel like it. So don't right. come and ask me what I want for dinner because I don't, I don't care. I don't, right. don't want to make a decision. I'm so glad right. you said that, Stephanie, because I never thought about I never thought about that. We're trying yeah. to refinance right now. And he's asking me all these questions. I'm like, dude, do it. <laughs> right. do, Whatever it don't, takes. I don't, I don't care what you and the dude talked about with the financing. Okay. I, I don't just try to get the money so we can get a get this house built onto so I can get a building put in the back so we can stop stepping over boxes. Just do it. I don't care. When it's done, let me know. Right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And the reason why I brought that up is because I saw, um, well, there's like a running joke on the internet about how women can't make up their minds about what they want to eat. You know, mm-hmm. guys are always saying like, you know, yeah, I don't know. Okay. Hold on. I've that's, seen it. That's really another topic for another day. Cause I, I don't want to go off on too much of a tangent, but I see that all the time where guys make fun of women and say, you guys don't know what you want to eat. And it's like, well, we have to make a lot of decisions throughout the day and we don't want that to be one of them. And that's a decision that you can make. So, you know, you can make the decision, but right. no, I, I was recently thinking about that. And I just wanted to ask you about that. Cause I can get like that too. Sometimes where I just, I don't want to make the decision. It doesn't need to be up to me. So I don't want to make the decision. So totally get it. Totally get it. Yes, Tell us a little bit more about your employee because um, you know, you talked about how you were doing some of the, 
things in your business and they were things you knew you could pass on to the employee and you, you kind of realized that and you eventually did that. But do you have anybody else helping you out? Like, how are you outsourcing or delegating or just utilizing the help of your family to get everything done in your business? I do have a virtual assistant, which is good. Mm-hmm. She helped me navigate my, my emails were all over the place. So she put them in categories. Mm-hmm. So now it's easy for me to go to the different emails and I can pull up. Like when I was looking for your email today, it was in a specific spot. So I could go straight to it and I have to search for it. Yeah. I also have a CFO who handles the money and the budget. Mm-hmm. Um, if I have a lot of orders, then my husband helps. All of my children help. They can put things in boxes. I leave the boxes open so I could go back and check them to make sure that they have what's supposed to be in it. I have a candy curator. Put the candy in the box. One piece of candy. Don't eat all the candy. I know how many pieces I got. I'm going <laughs> to check you if if you eat some of my candy because these, right. are, for the customer. these are for the customers. So, yeah, th- those types of things. Sometimes I have people come and just volunteer where they may help me clean up from a whole day of soaping. Um, I call somebody and say, look, can you come help me just wash the dishes? You know, because I don't put the soap dishes in the in the dishwasher because it starts smelling like fragrance oils and soaps. Yes. So it's just, you know, little things like that. I have to make sure that I can outsource to other people so I won't be so overwhelmed. Yeah. That's important um, because you don't have to do everything like you said. And, you know, everything that you do is attached to an amount of money. Right. So you washing the dishes, that's probably like, you know, a five dollar an hour task. Right. Like something that's not really high value, you know, where whereas you should be kind of focusing on getting those sales, getting in front of people and, you know, the overall marketing. So can you tell us a little bit about what strategies you've been using to market your business and like what's worked the best when it's just, you know, when it comes to promoting your business? What are you doing right now? I show up. People like to see who's behind the business. If they don't ever see you, how are they going to like, know, and trust you? Yeah. I get it. Some are introverts and that's okay. You can show a picture of yourself now and just talk behind the scenes. Tell people who you are, what you do. You don't have to put a whole lot out there if you don't want to, but give them a little feel. Tell them where you're from got kids married what your likes and dislikes are so that people can resonate with you yeah you have to be a personable person if you're doing if you're not doing any live videos you need to do some live videos mm. even if you record you, you can even record a video and then let somebody let the people see the video if you're afraid to go live mm-hmm. i know it can be, be intimidating the more you practice practice in front of friends record yourself and just just be yourself. You have to come out of that shell some kind of way. You have to do an interview with somebody, just you and somebody else. Interview what they're doing. Then people can see your personality. They can see the other person's personality. There's so many ways now that are visual that I don't see a whole lot of excuses of why business can't show themselves or show some behind the scenes. I love behind the scenes. Everybody I know love behind the scenes because when I do a lot of that, I get so many comments and engagements on Wow, I didn't know you could make soap like that. And I'm also truthful with my customers. If I'm having a bad day, I let them know. I was having a bad day yesterday, and I told them, I said, you know what? I was overwhelmed, and my over, all, everything won except for me. That's why I'm laying down now. 
and the amount of support that I got from my customers and my followers, I probably had to read about 75 messages this morning. I'm not even finished with them. But what most of them said was, I appreciate you being a real person and please take care of yourself. Nothing was like, oh, we don't want to know that. Uh, Your house is messy. I've showed them a messy house before. I'm like, the internet ain't real, y'all. This is what it looked like over here. This is this is this is it. I ain't got to it. I'm struggling. That's what's going on. And I had people say, you know, what? I'll come over and help you. I didn't ask for any help. I just told them what I was struggling with and it, how irritating it was that I'm as a business owner, mom and a caregiver, I can't I can't get in there and change the sheets off my bed. So right. was like, oh, we got you. We, 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 I, I'll come and help. So yeah, just just show up, people. Show show up. Just show up so you can show up. Oh, what would you say to somebody who is like, they want to remain professional? I was thinking this about myself like the other day. So you and I, we've known each other for a while. So you know, I'm not like a stuck up like type of professional or, you know, I'm not like a stiffy type of person. But Uh I know like in some of the content I create, that's how I feel. And I don't know why I feel like I need to be professional. But like, I know a lot of other people struggle with, with this as well. So what would you say out there to people who feel like they need to be professional or they're scared to show themselves or they're scared to, you know, look like you said earlier, like just looking crazy and wild and all that stuff. What would you say to those people? I would say your level of professionalism is what you can give them based on your life. My level of professionalism right now is I, I don't ever wear a bra, honey, when I'm at the house. When I do live <laughs> videos, let me tell you something, Stephanie. <laughs> I tell my look, y'all ain't got no bra, some jiggle, you can turn it off if you're the But I've been home and it's going to take me 15 minutes to put the bra on. So that's going to be right. 15 minutes of me not being ta- being able to gauge, engage with y'all. Would right. you rather me be here or rather me be back there putting on a, a bra that's going to take me 15 minutes? So, they're going to notice anyway. That's right. They're not, they're not going to notice. So I, I think that there are times when you need to have different levels of professionalism. Mm-hmm. If you're doing a formal photo shoot where where you're sending it to somebody who asked for that, then do it. But if you're just doing um, something you're getting on randomly, if your kids come in the background, let your kids come in the background because they're part of your family. Yeah. If the dog come up, then let the dog come up. And just, what, what are you hiding? I'm not hiding anything from my everyday life because I need people to see this is what it is. Yes, my child, I ran across the screen, butt naked, honey. I'm sorry. I did not know he wasn't going to have on no drawers, but he did. I told him. <laughs> I, t- I told him. So what's unprofessional about being a mother and an entrepreneur right. every single day? There's right. nothing unprofessional about that. If you can't handle what I give you, you don't have to be here. It's that simple. We need yeah. to stop trying to please everybody. We can't please everybody. Everybody ain't going to like us, and we can be okay with that. I know I am. Mm. Ooh, yeah, that just kind of hit different because I feel like, yeah, sometimes we do go into things like feeling like we want to please everybody. And then when we get comments, you know, like mean comments and stuff, like it can be a little disheartening, but like, I mean, that person's just not your ideal customer. And if they don't get you, like, it just is what it is. Like, <laughs> it just is what it is. I don't even know what else to say about that. I have a Honey, they gonna... I'm sorry. No, go no, ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. They're going to talk about you, whether you're professional or unprofessional. Some yeah. people just have just want something to say. So just be you and be the best you can at it. That's it. That's it. I have a quick story time. So I remember I was doing my very first webinar when I was running like the chatbots only side of my business. 
And oh my gosh, I remember I told my husband, I was like, listen, I gave him very specific instructions before I started my webinar. I said, uh-huh. I'm going to be in here for about an hour and a half. I need you to keep Dominic up here. Dominic was three or four at the time. I said, I need okay. you to keep Dominic up front. Okay. So in our old house, there were no locks on the doors. It was an old house that was built in like the 30s, I think, and there were no locks on the doors. So I'm in the middle of doing my webinar, and then I hear the door opening. So I'm like, oh, crap, (laughs) because I'm already nervous. I'm already nervous. It's my first webinar. So I see him come in, and like I'm trying to ignore him. I kind of look over, and then at that point when I see him, I'm trying to just ignore him. So what does he do? He comes over. He's got his hand on my shoulder. He's patting me. And I'm just sitting there ignoring him. I'm not saying anything. And then he starts pouting and making these noises. He's like, oh, oh. He's like making these noises. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. So he was there for about like a good 15 minutes. And I didn't want to say anything about it because I didn't want to make it awkward or anything. I just kept rolling with my webinar. Why, when I went up front, after I finished my webinar, my husband was knocked out on the couch. See? <laughs> See what I mean? See? I have, I've, 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 yeah. I was See? like, you had one job. You had one, one. job, sir. <laughs> one. One, honey. I would have busted him upside the head right quick, honey. Right. I, like, I was like, you, you had mean? one job. But you know what? It was the beginning of the pandemic. I think us being in the pandemic has also really shifted the way we look at what professional is. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like mm-hmm. we all yeah. have lives outside of our businesses, outside of our jobs. And, you know, now that I look back on it, I probably would have invited my son on the webinar and introduced him to yeah. everybody. Right. Yes. Um, but yes. at that time, the pandemic was just starting and I really wanted to like put my best foot forward and mm-hmm. you know just just present my best self but yes i mean we all have lives we all have other things going on and you can't do anything if your kid busts in in the middle of the meeting i used to get embarrassed about that too but now i'm just like hey i'm sorry you know just give me one second and then i'll be right back but i mean it just is what it is and you just have to kind of deal with it and move on you know right and look don't apologize for it if he busts in yeah. he just busts in yeah I, I don't apologize i'll be like hey baby i'm like you need something what you need? I'm very engaged with my children if they bust in. Yeah. Like if they was to come by now, you know, I'd be like, okay, you need something, but right. I'm, I'm not done yet. I'll be with you in a minute. Just right. like that. You remember that thing where the man was on the news and his kid bust in and he trying to push him out yeah. of the door and the nanny oh came in and grabbed him. So funny. I'm not, I'm not that man. I'm not him. <laughs> they won't, you won't see me today. That funny. But that gave all of us a lesson, I feel like, because I think at the in that moment, so many people realize like, Yo, we're just parents. Like, right? You can't help it if the kid does that. You know, you right. can try to watch them and whatnot, but like, if they do mm-hmm. it, you're a parent. It is okay. Yeah. Everybody actually loved that moment. That was like a really big. That went viral, and everybody loved it that. Did. Moment, but it did. It did. Yeah. <laughs> it was funny. It was okay. Awesome. So we talked earlier um, about your press and about how much press you've been getting. Um, and you actually brought out a couple of points that I want you to just kind of like re like, let's re go through those points. Right. Because you talked about how people come to your website mm-hmm. anonymously to purchase, and then they feature you on the website. So yeah. what are, what are some things that you do to, you obviously can't get ready for that, but how are you presenting yourself? Like what's the process for in which you present yourself 
through the products and through like your email marketing and stuff like that? It depends on what's hot for that time. Like around okay. the holidays, of course, people love easy to, to grab gifts. So I yeah. make sure I have gift baskets, things that are easy for people to pick up. I even had a gift basket for a dog because people love their pets. Yeah. Gift basket for cleaning because people love to gift things like that to people who are really conscious about eco-friendly products or they somebody might get a new house. You know, and around September is when people start going off to college. I put together a little college basket, you know, mm-hmm. easy for a, the child to use and clean, something that's multi-purpose that can clean everything. College students are busy, you know. Right. So if I got a, a multi-purpose spray that can clean three or four surfaces, college kid gonna love it, especially if it's somebody who's really concerned about the environment, eco. Oh, let me get this natural cleaner so it won't bother me, that kind of thing. So I'm really conscious about what's going on in in the world. Right now it's getting close to graduation. Go ahead and right. market those graduations. It's getting close to Autism Awareness Month, April. Go ahead and start marketing those things. If you, I'm, I'm late on doing the autism, but I should have started that end of February so it could mm. get in people's minds because you got to present it to them several times and be like, oh, yeah, that's right. Pardo Naturals has, a, has the autism thing. Oh, yeah, Pardo Naturals. So you got to send out text messages, which I really love text messages versus emails mm-hmm. because people have their phones with them most of the time. The text message ding through first thing. Their first thing they want to see, they knows it. They want to see right. it. They, they knows it, girl. So right. give them that text message so you can be like, oh, hey, Pardo Naturals, how you doing? I got this going on, got that going on. You can opt out to subscribe. We want to always have that. People sometimes don't want to be bothered. But I'm I'm very intentional about who I email and who I market. Some people I don't send the same email. Uh, yeah. Somebody's never brought cleaning products before. All they do is body. I'm not going to send them a message, an email that talks about cleaning products. I'm going to yeah. send them an email that talks about body products. Mm-hmm. So you have to be really um, intentional about where are you going to send your emails to? So yeah, that helps. That helps a lot. Yeah. I, I love that you are looking at what people are doing, like their actual behavior. Sometimes a lot of us just send out emails and we send them out blind. But if you're looking, like you said, if somebody has never purchased the, the cleaning products, why are you going to start bombarding them with those emails? Give them more offers for the body. That's what they're buying. That's what they've told us. They like, you know, right. um, a lot of us send or a lot, well, I'll say a lot of people, I've done it before, of course, but, you know, just sending out the email to anybody, just, you know, throwing spaghetti at the wall to see what sticks. But really, it's mm-hmm. like if your customer has a proven track record, let's either, you know, enhance that track record and, you know, maybe we can break them into something else, but definitely want to keep them on the same thing. And then yes, another yes. thing you said that I love is your, do you ever see like your website visits go up when you are marketing those particular things? So like the college baskets, the pet baskets, like things like that, because I feel like those are really great ways to not make your products commodities. Meaning like, it's not just something they can get anywhere else. Like where else can they go to get a, this specific type of basket? You know what I mean? Do you ever see your website visits go up? Like when you start putting stuff out there like that? Yes, I do. And one thing I love about my website, it'll tell me how many active visitors are on there right now. Mm-hmm. And so I really, really love that. So if I send out an email, I check it. I'm like, okay, where are these people coming from? Why are they coming? I'm looking at what they're looking at. Right. They show me a live view of wherever they are. Uh, I, what, I've, what I've noticed that if I do any type of cleaning product, 
California is my biggest supporter in cleaning products. Because mm, California is just built different with the yeah. eco-friendly. Yes. Anytime I do cleaning, I look at that map. It's lit up red all on California. I'm like, okay, then my wow. people over there learning when it comes to cleaning. Yeah, so it's amazing. It's amazing to see what different people in different regions yeah. um, navigate to. Do you use paid traffic at all? I don't. I, I, I don't. Okay, I'm asking because you could do, you know, you could, I think you can target specific states. I, I need to invest in the paid trafficking. I just haven't put it in the budget yet because yeah. I don't want to just throw $20 out there and $20 ain't going to get you nowhere. Yeah, right. gonna, <laughs> these days, you got to put in five thousands of dollars right. to get some, to get your return of investment. Right. So I just haven't, I haven't graduated to that part yet. It's, it's yeah. mainly because of fear. I feel like if I do pay trafficking, then I won't be able to handle the orders Yeah, because I get so much, um, traffic from all these other articles and I'm like if right. I get all this stuff am I going to be able to fulfill those orders right so, but I, I don't need to limit God I know if he brings it to me he will help me find a way to get it absolutely absolutely he definitely will and no mm-hmm. I just asked about the paid traffic because you know of course that would amplify your efforts but I had assumed that you were doing paid traffic because your business is doing so well so I thought you were no but- no I mean, and that's uh, a blessing to have, you know, that much business from just right. organic traffic. Like, that's amazing. Uh-huh. It, is. it is. You said earlier that you could see where your visitors come from on your website mm-hmm. or where your um, where your customers come from. What is that? An, are you using Shopify? I do. And they show you a live view of where your customers are actively shopping. Got it. Okay. That, and is that in your reports or something? It is. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, perfect. So, yeah, everybody who's... Um, listening. If you got Shopify, definitely, yeah, find out where they're coming from because that's also some very, very, very valuable data. Very valuable, very valuable. All right, so we are we're rounding out our episode. Um, the last thing I want you to do is, I want you to just kind of think about like any other busy moms that are just starting their business or maybe they're struggling in their business. What would you say to them to encourage them to keep going? Ask for help, ask for help, mm-hmm. and ask for help. Delegate when you can, which is very important. Try not to be a perfectionist, which is what I am. If you have OCD, try try to do something to help calm that down a little bit because I struggle with that too. Mm-hmm. Give yourself great grace. You are doing a phenomenal job. The only thing you've done in your business that day is pray that you have the strength to get up the next morning and do something in your business. You've done something in your business, but you have to water it in order for it to grow. So you can't just say, okay, I want to start a business and just sit there. Nobody's going to come to you and say, I heard you want to start a business. They're not going to do that. People are not built like that anymore. Mm -hmm. But if they see you trying and you putting that effort and they see you struggling to be a mom and an entrepreneur and take care of your family, you tug on their heartstrings and be like, this woman is really trying and she is struggling. They will help. There's people out there right now that's waiting to bless you, but they don't know what you need. So how are they going to bless you if they don't know what you they don't know what you need? You know, ask. Ask for help. Always ask for help. There's nothing wrong in asking. Nothing wrong in asking for help. Jesus was a perfect man. 
and he prayed to his father when he needed help. If Jesus was perfect and he could ask for help, well, I mean, well, what makes us feel like we shouldn't ask for help? Mm -hmm. Ask for help, people. And you're not bothering anybody when you ask for help. You're just asking. They can say right. no. Right. They can. Yeah. So, I mean, but, you know, do yourself a favor. Help yourself out. Because nobody's going to do it for you, like you said. Like, they're not going to say, oh, do you need help today? What do you need help with? Right. Right. And, because and we all need help with something, right? But, you know, the mm -hmm. people who get the help are the ones who ask. So, there you go. Yeah. Love okay. it. Well, Rita, tell us where we can find you online. We'll have all of those links in the show notes too, but go ahead and tell us now. I am Pardo Naturals on all social media platforms, including TikTok, baby. I'll be taking and talking this time, y'all. But yes, I am Pardo Naturals on all social medias. That's Pardo with a P. A-R-D-O-N-A-T-U-R-A-L-S. Pardo Naturals. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. We're, we're going to have those links in the show notes as well. But thank you so much for being on the show. It was an absolute pleasure having you. Stephanie, thank you for even considering me, girl. I was like, what? You're going to put me on a program? In my <laughs> Mr. Brown voice. You're going to put me on a program? So, yes, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Thank you so much. Awesome. Well, thank you again. And everybody, we will see you next time. All right. Bye-bye, everybody. Oh.